to Best Whatever Ever, the podcast where we talk about all the things that kids find silly or important or... Super silly important. Super silly important. Oh, Spencer and Scarlett, I see you're wearing green t-shirts today. We're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. You didn't get the memo? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't get the memo. And as my bosses, I'll blame that on failure of management. Who's that? That's you. You're my bosses. You're in charge. Oh, right. Good point. We won't fire you then, yet. But this is as good of a time as any to remind me and our listeners to start getting into the St. Patrick's Day spirit. I love this holiday. Like you said, everyone wears green, and there are tons of parades all over the world. Hey, did you know that to celebrate St. Patrick's Day every year in Chicago, they dye the Chicago River green? How do they do that? I don't know. Toxic waste? No way. That's wrong. Alien juice? No. Magic? Hmm. Maybe. Like maybe a leprechaun does it. Yeah, I hear leprechauns like to play practical jokes on people. I heard that too. And that brings us to today's whatever story. We're going to meet a leprechaun, but it turns out he's very serious, especially when he finds out some kid has been stealing his gold. Oh, I bet the kids get in trouble. Maybe. Well, let me tell the story so you can find out. Ready? Yeah. Didn't you get the memo that said we're ready? Okay, okay, take it easy. Before we start, heads up that this is part one of a two-part story. We'll share part two in the next episode. All right, here we go. Dr. Sean and the Leprechaun Police, part one. You're under arrest, screamed the Leprechaun. Dr. Sean was stunned. The leprechaun slapped on the magic handcuffs and led Dr. Sean into the leprechaun-sized police car. He had never been arrested by a leprechaun before. He guessed there was a first time for everything. How did this even happen? It all started with Dr. Sean's latest invention. He was nine years old, and even though he wasn't a real doctor, it's what his parents called him. He was a boy genius and the world's best inventor. You know the force field that protects Earth from runaway asteroids? That was Dr. Sean's doing. Or the underwater conveyor belt that delivers jelly beans across continents in a matter of minutes? That's Dr. Sean's invention too. Dr. Sean took a step back and admired his latest creation. What is it? asked his sister Alexandra. The machine looked like an oversized fire extinguisher. Only it was made with different colored panels and buttons, and it had a hose and a large nozzle. Dr. Sean strapped it onto his back and held the hose in his hand. It's a portable rainbow-making machine. Allow me to demonstrate. He squeezed the trigger, and the canister made a series of whooshing and whirring noises. Then, a blast of energy erupted. On the ground, right in front of them, was the beginning of a giant rainbow that stretched and arced into the sky and disappeared over the horizon. Whoa, said Alexandra. Should we see where it goes? Asked Dr. Sean, always curious. Curiosity, he believed, led to discovery. 
and discovery led to innovation. And that's how he got all the brilliant ideas for his inventions. Um, you can. I think I'll stay right here. Thank you very much, answered Alexandra. Dr. Sean shrugged and hopped onto the rainbow. Suit yourself, he said. He climbed all the way up. And then when he made it to the peak, he slid all the way down. It was like the world's slippiest water slide. The feeling of his skin against the rainbow tickled. <laughs> when he landed on the other side, he tumbled right into a big pot of gold. A pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Of course! He was thrilled at his discovery. He looked around to see if the gold belonged to anybody. But there was no one around. Hello? Anyone here? He figured he created the rainbow, so that meant he created the gold too, right? And that meant the gold was his! He scooped up as much as he could carry in his arms and headed home. Alexandra was waiting for him. Look, sis! He held up fists full of gold. We're rich! Her eyes bugged out. But then, wait a minute. You found gold at the end of the rainbow? Did you see any leprechauns? No. Well, she said, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I'm sure that gold belongs to a leprechaun, and if there's one thing I know, you don't want to mess with leprechauns. Psha! Dr. Sean dismissed what she said. There was no one at the end of the rainbow, and there was certainly no such thing as leprechauns. Suit yourself, he said, and then a brilliant idea came to him, just like they always did. He blasted another rainbow into existence. He climbed it, made his way to the other side, and there was another pot of gold. And this time, he thought to bring a big duffel bag with him. He stuffed it full of gold and went home. He hid the gold under his bed. Just one more, he said to himself. And so he blasted out another rainbow. He climbed it, slid down it, and sure enough, there was another pot of gold. This time, he hid the gold in his bedroom closet. And then he made another rainbow, and then another one, until he blasted out so many rainbows, the portable rainbow-making machine stopped whooshing and whirring, and instead started clunking and clanking. Smoke erupted from it. It was broken. But it didn't matter. Dr. Sean now had more gold than anyone else in the world. He no longer had any room under his bed. All the closets and drawers and cabinets and pantries in his house overflowed. He had no choice but to drain all the water out of his swimming pool and fill it with gold. And that's when he had another brilliant idea. What does someone with a gold-filled pool do? Pool party! He invited all his friends and they went swimming in a pool filled with gold. They dove into the gold. They cannonballed into the gold. They backstroked. They doggy paddled. And they sidestroked into the gold. Dr. Sean lounged on an inflatable unicorn in his pool, ice cold apple juice in his hand. Come on, sis, said Dr. Sean. Hop in. No thanks, she said. I have a bad feeling about this. Remember, you don't want to mess with leprechauns. Suit yourself, Dr. Sean said, and went back to his pool party. Suddenly, he heard the sound of sirens. 
And moments later, someone shouted through a bullhorn, Everybody freeze! A short, bearded man burst into Dr. Sean's backyard. He was wearing a blue uniform and a badge. And he wore a green hat with a big gold buckle. He had pointy ears, and when he opened his mouth, Dr. Sean saw that his teeth were covered in gold. Alexandra whispered to her brother, See, I told you taking all this gold was a bad idea. That's a leprechaun. Whose house is this? The leprechaun demanded. It's mine, said Dr. Sean. And where did you get all this gold? Um, at the end of rainbows, said Dr. Sean. Aha! Busted! This is leprechaun gold. You're in violation of leprechaun code 0317, stealing magic gold. You're under arrest. The leprechaun pinched Sean. Ow! And then slapped a pair of handcuffs onto him. Is this a joke? Asked Dr. Sean. He once heard that leprechauns were mischievous and liked to play pranks. The leprechaun answered, We leprechauns don't joke. We have terrible senses of humor. Everybody knows that. Um, I didn't. Hush, shouted the leprechaun. He confiscated the broken portable rainbow-making machine and hauled Dr. Sean into the back seat of the leprechaun-sized police car. Dr. Sean barely fit. Dr. Sean was still in his bathing suit, so Alexandra hurried over and tossed him his clothes. She leaned in and whispered, I put a four-leaf clover in your pocket. Maybe it will bring you luck. You're gonna need it. The leprechaun shut the door and started the car. Hey, kid, do you have a lawyer? Asked the leprechaun as he drove away. Um, no, I'm nine years old. Why would I have a lawyer? Okay, good. Then let's save some time and I'll just declare you guilty. Dr. Sean was stunned. Look, Mr. Leprechaun. The leprechaun cut him off. The name's Agent Seamus. I didn't go to Leprechaun Police School for 50 years just to be called Mr. Leprechaun. Have some respect, thief. Oh, okay. Sorry, Agent Seamus. I apologize for taking all the gold. I didn't know it was yours. Please forgive me. Agent Seamus stopped the car, turned around to face Dr. Sean. Ah, I appreciate that, kid. Apology accepted. Dr. Sean let out a sigh of relief. See, the leprechaun could be reasoned with. Great. Glad we could clear up this misunderstanding. Can you, um, let me go now? No way. You're still going to leprechaun jail. But you said you forgave me, said Dr. Sean. I did. And that's why you're getting the most lenient sentence possible. I hereby sentence you to... 800 years. What? 800 years? Dr. Sean didn't have to be a genius to know that was a long time. His sister was right. You don't want to mess with a leprechaun. He reached into the pocket and pulled out the four-leaf clover. He needed all the luck he could get. To be continued. Ooh, 800 years. That's a long time. Dr. Sean is going to be a really old man by the time he gets out. And that's the lenient sentence. I wonder how long the actual sentence would have been if he didn't apologize. I don't know. Good question. 801 years? 
What happens next? Does he get out? Does the four-leaf clover help? Maybe. Usually people use a shamrock, which is a three-leaf clover, as a symbol on St. Patrick's Day. But in this story, Dr. Sean has a four-leaf clover, which is considered a lucky charm. So yeah, I'm gonna guess it will help him out. It's a good thing he has a really nice sister, kind of like Scarlet. Yeah, I am a pretty good sister. Yeah, Scarlet's kind of nice. I guess I'm really lucky. Did you just say kind of nice? <laughs> okay, I know you guys really love each other. Oh, and speaking of lucky charms, Scarlet, didn't you make yourself a lucky potion or something? I made a potion, and it had clovers in it with water, so I call it the luck potion. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Okay, please tune in to the next episode for Dr. Sean and the Leprechaun Police, part two. In the meantime, please don't forget to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe, share, and share some more. You can find us at thebestwhateverever.com and all other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Until next time. Best whatever ever leprechaun. Best whatever ever leprechaun. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi! Hi! If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. See you soon!